slam some drinks. <clears throat> Best way to start a show where you're about to piss a lot of people off. Or not. <clears throat> maybe this is where we get all hippie and, and maybe uh, this is where maybe this is where true love comes in. All right, so let's. Uh, we are uh, we're back. Yeah, we're, we're here. So Fusco, I gotta say we've uh, we've gotten a little flack lately. Based on some prior episodes of the Chain Rant podcast. Well, just today, not lately. Well, I mean, late t- today was lately. It's not in the future, so I'm sp- counting it. I suppose. This is actually <laughs> the segue to our the first ever installment of Buggy's Corner. That's right, yeah. That's so right. Um, we'll insert some kind of theme music here. Yeah, I'll make something up. We'll yeah, go. that'll be good. And it'll be like, it's Buggy's Corner. I'll come yeah. up with... I'll, I'll cut something wow. off gay porn or something and then yeah, put it yeah, in. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, with that, we turn it over to Buggy for Buggy's Corner here to uh, give us give us his two cents. Well, let's 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 summarize first. Okay. So this is why Buggy is calling in tonight. He's on his phone. So if you hear a little background noise, he's actually, he's at, actually work right he's now. at work right now. He's at work right now. We appreciate him calling at work and um, spending his time with us. But so... Uh, what, two episodes ago or so? It was a few episodes ago, yeah. We were highly critical of a judge at the Highland Games, at the Las Vegas yes, Highland Games. Yes, highly critical is putting it mildly. Yeah, so, and... Uh, Very mildly. All kinds of things were said. A lot of things were uh, thrown around. I don't know how specific we want to get this time around, but everybody who listens knows what we were doing. And we're, and we're definitely going to get into it a little bit in detail later. Yeah, we will, as Buggy discusses what happened. So, uh, but Buggy is the piping and drumming chair of the Las Vegas Highland Games, which means he essentially runs, sets up, plans the entire solo band contest all that stuff as it uh, pertains to the las vegas highland games and a he fairly, makes sure the fairly rules thankless job well as all volunteer jobs <laughs> as are all volunteer right? jobs are yes. yeah yep so uh he works hard at his job we we know that he, buggy was also a former member of the band that shall not be named so we know him quite well we've known him for years so that that's why he's about to feel very comfortable ripping into us, because <laughs> he knows us quite well. So we're gonna let that happen and uh, see Just what turn happens. Over, here, turn so. over to Buggy. So um, Buggy, uh, I haven't talked to you about this yet. I only heard what you talked to Josh about. So uh-huh. if you'd like to start from the beginning, that would be great. From from today. Um, well, uh, the beginning from today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or um, whenever this well, happened to you, I don't know when this started, but. Well, I, I found out, uh, I, my life's pretty busy. I have, I don't have as much time as I would love to, to, uh, listen to your podcast, uh, among the other millions of podcasts that are sitting on my phone. <laughs> um, but, uh, I was, I was contacted this morning by, uh, by, uh, um, who was very harshly criticized by you guys, uh, several shows ago. Um, and uh, so on my lunch break, I took a listen to it and started doing some research, find out what the heck was going on, because uh, you know so, I do my darndest to make sure that I get great judges. Um, I like judges that that give feedback uh, to the competitors. Um, you know, when I in my competing days, that's what I always like. You know, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Don't just write it down on a sheet. Uh, and, one of those that gives you lots of notes right there in the moment. Um, so I was very, uh, you know, what the heck happened here? Because that honestly was the first I had heard of any issue uh, from that weekend. Um, doing doing some research, found out, you know, the kind of some more information on it, and the competitor didn't 
you know, there. What the story that was told was definitely from the competitor's point of view only, and that was not very fair to to anyone involved. You mean the story um, that was told from our what we told? Yes, okay. on the on the podcast was was very one sided. Gotcha. Okay. And you know it it was not the complete story. Um, you know the what was missed was the fact that that competitor was the last competitor of the event. Um, she was waiting around for at another platform to play when they were ready for her at uh, platform. Um, you know, she could have walked up and played and been done, but she wanted to do it in the, the order that was previously set before times got messed up due to another judging issue. Um, and that caused a lot of strength. You know, it, he was sitting around waiting. Meanwhile, everybody that's after her, because he had two other contests to go once he was done judging the, uh, the grade three jig contest. So she was making everybody after her even later. And, uh, you know, I mean, all, they, all that was asked was that she come and play. And... She refused. You know, I mean, it's he has he has every right to close the contest when, you know, after a reasonable amount of time. You so, know, and and the fact that, you know, on top of that, um, nobody came to me on the day. The competitor didn't come to me. You didn't come to me. None of the other stewards came to me. Said, hey, we're having a problem with this. Please step in. Um, you know, and maybe I could have explained it to her. Hey, you're you're holding up an entire contest, or the closing of that contest, so that we can move on to the rest. Because he can't move on until everything everybody's played for that one. Um, you know, and so it was kind of like uh, there's got to be more to the story, and there was. And was this was this from your perspective on the ground there, Buck? Um, this is in talking with uh, a couple of different people, uh, including um, and uh, kind of piecing together the different the different parts. You know, I mean, as I said, nobody came to me on the day and said, "Hey, we're having this problem." Did he come um, to you on the day and tell you that he had a problem? No. Okay, so that's pretty equal, right? So, I mean, yeah, nobody nobody came to me on that Sunday and said, hey, we had this issue. You know, I mean, that's, that's what my job is, is to solve problems like that. You know, and to make, it, make things run as smooth as possible. You know, so... And, yeah, I, and if I, heard, I can if I can chime in, a job that you do very well, I know from experience. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, this is, I think this was my ninth year doing it. You know, so I mean, I'm not I, I, I'm not a veteran, but you know, I'm no spring chicken either. Well, you also you so, realize that my my contract's contingent on yours. If they fire you, I leave as well. <laughs> Does that mean I get half your pay? Yeah, actually, you get double my pay. Oh, okay. 
and and didn't I didn't didn't I pay you triple this year? Um, I think so. Yeah, um, last I checked, last I checked, three times zero is still zero. That's right. <laughs> so okay, so is that is that? So in your research, right. did you did you talk to the competitor at all, or only him? No, I I talked to um, a couple a couple people that were in the tent. Um, you know, in case somebody came by while I wasn't there, um, as well as I have not talked to the competitor yet. Um, I've been kind of on damage control right now, so I had, but I do plan on on contacting her tomorrow. Okay. <clears throat> damage control in what way? Well, I mean, the uh, there were a lot of statements made and. They're, you know, with uh, under the guise of representing the Celtic Society, um, that it was, you know, very kind of uh, derogatory and um, detrimental, you know, in my opinion. So, you know, I mean, in order to keep a piping and drumming contest going, you know, I mean, feathers had to be smooth. Okay. You know, I mean, for lack for lack of a better term, you know, I mean, that's, you know, the 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 comments, the language, the the thoughts behind it, um, and the official capacity involved, it uh, made a lot of people upset. And I will say this: this is actually uh, this him. is actually one of the points where I have to take my foot and put it in my mouth. Because of my, obviously, my association with the games here. Granted, that does not absolve all sins in my mind whatsoever. There are still things that need to be addressed. But my apology in that regard is not to the person in question. My apology in that regard is to my organization. Because as a person that sometimes represents my organization, obviously, I have to keep that in mind when I'm out and about or when I'm, you know, three scotches deep on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, there's that, I suppose. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Bugs. But Um, I will say this, just because in that sense I was wrong does not make the entire sentiment, in my opinion, wrong. Doesn't. Yeah. Well, then what is what was wrong? Okay. so, So let's let's talk from the beginning. Was. Was the contest on time? No. Okay. Was that contest was not on time? Right. So another judge messed up, right? Yes. And I'm not going to call him out, but (laughs) God, no. We're (laughs) we're going to get even hotter water than we're already in. So that means all of that day was all grade three contests going on. I was stewarding that day at at the tent at the table Uh that happened to be going first. Everybody was coming to my table first, and then on to the other two after that. So, um, so. Given that fact, the, that a judge messed up and showed up late, and then everything got started late, do the competitors not have any recourse or any um, leeway because of something else that, that was un- uncontrollable to them? And if they're mentally prepared to go at certain tables in a certain order, isn't it our obligation to allow them to do that? Why would we make their life harder? I don't understand that. Because we want to accommodate because one judge. Because they are in the overall, in the overall sense of things, they are but one competitor. They are. If we kept them in order, we would not have finished until probably twelve thirty. 
and a lot of them are going into band band settings. Mm-hmm. So by forcing everything, you know, forcing everything back and say, you know, all the solos will begin at nine, uh, you're running into time issues on the back end. I don't mean that. I just mean being a, a little bit more lenient as to if she was supposed to show up at, say, 9.50 well, or whatever the time was. I don't have it on, on in front of me. But, like, and she's shown up at 10, at 10 because everything got pretty much caught up. We caught everything up pretty pretty well by 10 o'clock or so. But well, it was it was buggy, pretty buggy late. runs a pretty tight ship. No, it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it had to do with, uh, like, making this shit happen. You know, like, yeah. there was, I mean, the, the Ken Eller, for example, had to, like, kind of suck it up, and he did a good job of, you know, like, all right, his breaks were less or whatever it was. And at our table, we had to get different judges to come in and, and help out, right? So, um, but I, I I don't understand how that's the competitor's fault. They're, they're there trying to learn it's something. It's not the competitor's fault, but... You know, like you said, uh, by a certain point, we were caught up. It is the competitor's responsibility to be there when they're supposed to be there. So right. technically, and she was. And technically, she no, she should have been there um, at the prescribed time, which she wasn't. That's crazy, man. Because she came to our table first. My table was the whatever it was. I well, remember I mean, it was. if you want, and then she was supposed to go to, and then she was supposed to go to his. That was the order she was going in. And he was going out of order, which was great, but that's not her responsibility to have to do that. If she's waiting to go on the two four and he wants her at the jig, like it's flip of a coin. Like what's like that's crazy. Well, if, man. You, if there's if there's no waiting at the jig, if but you got to wait for somebody at the two four because this wasn't this whole a, thing was not over five minutes. Yes, it was. Is, it was. Yes, it was. I it was, was there. It, <laughs> It was more than five minutes. No, it was it maybe ten at most. I watched it happen, dude. She came up to me and told me about it, and I watched it all happen. From the time that he first told her she had to come over to the jig, she went right over and she was next on the two four table. She came right back over. It was less than ten minutes, and the 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 next contest, which was I forget if it was grade one or pros, came after that. hadn't started on my table yet. And I, we were the first one to go, so nothing was happening. There was no hurry. Like I, the, I watched this happen. Now, granted, I should I have, have, I should have I pulled have you in. I should have certainly let you know. But it was so quick. It happened so fast. Well, and I, I think too, you, like quick. there's, there's the moral of the story here. It's still, to me, well, I mean, we'll get to some of the morals of the story. But the first moral of the story to me is like, know your piping and drumming chair, and pull them in, because that was the thing that like made me feel like a shitty person was. You know, I get a call. I get a phone call today. Like, why the fuck am I finding out about this now on a podcast? Who from from oh. Buggy? Oh, okay. And I'm yeah. like, and literally, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, just like, f- literally, with my foot in my mouth on the floor. Like, holy shit! Why the fuck is he finding out about this on a podcast? That's on me. Like, I should have. I should have been on top of that at least to some extent. Oh well, well. There's a couple things. One, she is filing a complaint with the games. She's also filing a complaint with Wispova and Yuspova. Uh, whether she's sent those in yet, I don't know. I have a letter from her that she sent to me, uh, Buggy, and and uh-huh. a copy of the sheet. But I didn't feel it was my place to send it to you, so I asked her to send it to you directly. I have no idea if that happened. That was about a week that, ago. No, it hasn't happened. So, and I have it here, and I'm I'm ready, prepared to yeah, read it. But I still don't <laughs> think I still don't think it's your place. If there's a legitimate complaint. Then the association will will handle it, um, you know. But 
that is that's for the association not you know it's not it's not our job to go around slamming people you know i mean if there was well, a problem it's not your job <laughs> <laughs> you're you're there, you're trying to complete a games i understand what you're trying to do but yeah. isn't it your job to protect the people that are paying to get into those games not the guy that you're paying yeah like you should and, protect and, your competitors in had, my opinion if she had come to me on the day i would have made it made things smooth but she did I will she say this, you, and and that's where it ended. I will say this: does that does that open up a larger conversation in your mind, Buggy, about how I don't know about how safe pipers and drummers feel in like bringing up these sorts of situations to games and associations? Like the fact that someone would come to us first makes no fucking sense to me because all we do is get drunk and say fuck on the radio. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, she came I, to me because I, I was a steward, not because I have a podcast. She didn't even know about this before at all. She didn't know about this podcast at all. So realistically, she just, I just happened to be standing there. I was. I the mean, one. this. You know, I do my. I do the best job that I can to make sure that that everybody goes in a you know within a reasonable amount of time. Like they don't. They're not. They don't play and then they sit around for an hour, hour and a half, and then play again, and then sit around for another hour. You know, so I try and keep it tight so that you can more or less go from platform to platform to platform. But at the same time, you know, you kind of have to, as a competitor, you got to be able to, to adjust. I mean, that was my, that was my personal failing as a competitor is that if, if anything deviated from what I was expecting, I was screwed. Sure. Apparently she wants to talk tonight. <laughs> she didn't say a thing the other night. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, you have to. Part of the game is learning how to adjust and adapt to, you know, whether that's the environmental conditions. You know, Sunday it was a cold, uh, windy day, sure. whereas Saturday it was bright and sunny uh, and kind of warm. You know. And you have to be able to adapt to a changing situation, you know, beyond just elements and that kind of thing. Sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, because... But you just admitted yourself that you, at a grade three level, which is where you finished off, you couldn't handle that. Like, is that realistic to expect a grade three person to to be pushed oh, was, into no, moving around? Like, a, like and be... It wasn't nicely put. Well, and the thing that... Okay, chime, chime it in. Like, the thing for me realistically like yeah you got to be we we always talk about you got to think on your feet you got to be able to adapt if you're going to be in a pipe band i totally get that i get that even more from like the times that i solo competed but coming back from the flip side as one of the people that helps organize an event that shall not be named also there's a certain level of responsibility in my mind that falls to the people that we hire to be judges to be educational and to be you know warm and to be receiving of the people that are traveling and paying to get their music critiqued for maybe a maximum of two to three minutes at a time i mean i don't i, I don't i don't pay them for their fucking looks <laughs> well that much is obvious look at that crew it's about it's about their it, well it, it really is about their camaraderie about their instructional ability and about how warm they are with the competitors because realistically at the end of the day we all have judges that we love sure and it's not because they gave us a good score it's because they told us something that we were doing wrong well 
Yeah, they taught us something. They taught us something. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's a teaching thing. That's why we pay dues. That Well, I don't pay dues, but that's why Whistleblower members pay dues. That's why events, event organizers, pay judges to fucking fly across the world to come do their events. That's why competitors pay the games to participate that's in why, games. That is why that's competitors pay their registration fees to participate in events. That's a, that's a contract where, as a competitor, you're paying the organizing body a registration fee with the assumption that that organization is going to provide judges that will give you constructive feedback in an unbiased manner. And run in a smooth manner where you're not put in a bad position and and show up on time and do their jobs right so yeah i agree with all that so uh, the only you know uh, the big argument i guess the big thing in the end is how vicious were we at him and then two the crux of my argument was couldn't he have just been a mensch and just fucking let it slide a little bit like she was she was gonna be there in five minutes the whole thing was under 10 minutes of mensch it was a whole thing was done in under 10 minutes because it didn't it didn't escalate because well, she went from one right to the other and she was the last person the pro contest hadn't started yet i watched the whole thing happen it was so fast that it wasn't even worth finding you i couldn't even have found you how fast it all went down buggy i promise you and going back in time <laughs> was all of this hullabaloo worth that three minutes um what do you mean start? like like from from the judge's perspective like, if I could have taken three minutes out of my day and avoided all of this, right? would that not have been worth it? Because still, at the end of the day, we have completely conflicting opinions on who is right and who is wrong. Sure. One is, and Buggy, I'm not trying to discount your opinion at all. I know you did your, I know you did your homework on this one, but we're getting, we're getting reviews from people that were standing there. Like, and granted, it's competition. People are incensed. People are agitated and hyped up. But we all are on Highland Games weekend. That's how it works. Okay. Sorry, I'm moving out of the lobby here. So That's okay. Like, <laughs> we can hear you fine. Yeah, so it's all it's good. no worries, man. <laughs> okay. We, we, we appreciate well, you calling in no, from work, so. brother. That's that. Yeah. Um, no, we get to yeah, hear how I Vegas mean, worst, happens. Worst case, they could, they could deny our sanctioning, and we would no longer be a sanctioned contest. And ain't nobody going to come to a games if it's not sanctioned. The whole reason that they come to our games is, um, well, because of – our hospitality or the fact we're Las Vegas, but ultimately it's, I like how, I like how the last thing is the sanctioning on that list of three things. (laughs) The the ultimate, I mean, the ultimate thing is that they get points. I will say this bug and I, we're kind of skipping, we're kind of skipping ahead here, but before I potentially lose you, I want to get your opinion. What does it say about a man who will potentially try to tank an entire nonprofit event with 150 volunteers and 11,000 attendees because his feelings are hurt by one person. I think, I think it, it takes a lot of strong words. When you think about like, let's, let's, let's combine the total participants, volunteers, and attendees of the 501c3 nonprofit Highland Games we're talking about here were well over 12,000 people. So you'll deny them that because of one person. It's your God-given right to say what you want, but when you start representing or giving the appearance of representing an organization, then you're responsible for what you're saying in those terms of that organization. I mean, is there... If you had said, if you had said what you said, 
as Joe Blow making a podcast. You know, honestly, there would probably be feelings hurt, but it would not be escalating to the level it is. Well, don't you see the world we're trying to build? <laughs> Buggy, you might be right. I, I run a band who is not a Wuspaba registered band. So how does that, if, he, if he's got the same complaint against me, how does that, how does that apply to what you're saying? Because oh, I'm mean, just think... I'm just Joe Blow having an opinion about a guy that yeah. I watched do it, who I watched bully another competitor who's there to learn. It's just a grade three player that's there to learn, and this guy decided like I'm going to play hardball with this girl because why? Because you still got to wait another twenty minutes for the pros to start. No, th- that's crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah, there's no opinion. twenty minute break. We're we're splitting <laughs> hair, we're splitting hairs here, boys. I I didn't time it, but it was a huge break. I only know that because that's when the other judge showed up. And we changed places, and we had plenty of time because we were so caught up by that point. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I know we don't have Buggy for a lot longer, so this is a good time to segue into section one. Oh, did we? I thought we already did that. <laughs> no. no. All so, right, so all right, you go ahead. Go ahead. So section one is entitled, We Fucked Up. Okay. This is uh this is this is where we can play the jingle of things we got wrong. Chan Ramp podcast. I don't have that one yet. <laughs> Rab can sing it for us. I'm sure Rab would enjoy it. Um, here are the things that we will admit to making mistakes on. By the way, by Josh saying we, he means he. I have not admitted to any of these yet. Uh, I want to hear what they are first. Uh, number one, name calling is uncool and ungentlemanly. So. But it's goddamn funny. It's goddamn funny. It makes for good radio. But I, even though I didn't say it, okay, apologize for calling a cunt. Okay, that's a good start. I sincerely apologize for it because, you know what? That does not further the dialogue. That does not further the conversation we're trying to have here on Channel Can I go next with an apology? Yes. All right, so here's what my apology is. The only thing I feel like that we did wrong, in my opinion, is... When we were planning to go live with this story, which, I mean, our planning is pretty loose. As well, our- <laughs> we, we planned most of this episode 15 minutes ago. Correct. But we should have let him know that we are going to disc- tell, him, uh, tell the world or whatever that we are going to talk about what happened at the games, and this is the complaint le- uh, levied against you, and you should come on with us. I think that's fair. I think that uh, instead of like now we told him on the air, I, we did tell him come on and talk to us, but but he doesn't listen to the fucking show. I assume because he's got well, better, he does now. Yeah, he does now. <laughs> we got one more listener now, yeah. son. But uh, no, I think that we. I think that yeah, like if, if we're like full on owning our mistakes, like I think that as soon as we were going to broach this subject, good journalism is letting him know so he can react in real time. And realistically, it. Still, and I know, I know the chances are slim. Still, to this day, I would love to hear from him, Bill. If you're out there, I'd love to have you on the show because, you know, I'm not above uh, admitting when I'm fucking wrong, and I've been wrong before. Yeah, and I will, and this is only episode 14. I will be wrong expl- in so many of the episodes. Oh yeah, we're gonna be. <laughs> there's lots of wrongness going on here. <laughs> Buggy, I'm turning you down a bit just because of the background noise, but if you if you want to chime oh, yeah, in... No, I, I was just checking to make sure the DJ's still out. No worries. I got my hand on the fader, so if you want to chime in, just let me oh, know. Okay. I'll, I'll pump you back up. <laughs> so Buggy Buggy coined this perfectly. Did he? Okay. He said that we Fox Newsed him. <laughs> okay. All right. So That's kind of Fox funny. Him. All right. Tell me what that means. Buggy, no, 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 no. That's that. literally what I, just, what I just apologized for. Was what? We... 
like or what you apologize for. Like we, oh, we ran, out. we okay. ran the story, we hammered the shit out of him. Dude, that's not just Fox News. That's everybody. I well, I mean, granted, <laughs> there is one difference between us and Fox News. We didn't lie about it. Like, <laughs> we didn't make up the story. We didn't These make are, up the story. Yeah, I, I was a witness. But I, I will say, like, luck. there's a point to be made there, and it's so funny because this this podcast never never started out as a journalistic endeavor. It was a comedy show. No, it wasn't it's, at it's all. Always, yeah. It's always been a comedy show. And like most comedy shows, we've been bootstrapped into giving the news because all the actual news sources are horrible and biased. Yeah. And it wasn't even Except news. It was, just, it was just something that happened to us. The, the only reason it even came up was you didn't know anything about it. I had no idea. I no, brought it up I, on the show because... You want to know? You want to know what it I know was something about, that happened. You want to know what I want to know what I know about it? Piping and drumming at the event. Literally, whatever Buggy tells zero me two weeks later. Zero. Like whatever Buggy tells me two weeks later is what I know about the event. Right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Keep going. But no, like, one. and and that was a good way to put it. We fucking Fox Newsed it. Mm-hmm. And for the sixteenth time, come on the show. We want to hear. We want to know. I would love to talk to him. We're reasonable people. Well, we're not reasonable people by any means. We're not whatsoever. reasonable when we're drinking, but I'll do that show sober just to prove a point. I'm not reasonable either way, but you know, all I want is like, if, if all you want to do is come on the show and tell me I'm a fucking idiot for, dude, getting it all wrong. Like the best thing he I just want to know. I just want to know what it is. The best thing you do is come on the show and call us cunts. That would be great. <laughs> But the why, problem is, I know why. Cunt. Why? Because he because he wants to be a regular. He wants to be on the show every dude, every dude, month. That would be brilliant. <laughs> Coddle's corner. But we know we're cunts. That's <laughs> <laughs> should we should we have the new segment? Dude, I'm sure he's got things that piss him off. The whole point of this show is that we rant about things that are like upsetting to us in the pipe band world or in our daily lives. I have one more. I have one more mea culpa on. Go ahead. Go item ahead. number one. Item number one of we fucked up. Do not put. Your Highland Games volunteers in shitty situations by not letting them know when you blast people on your podcast. And granted, that may be a very specific niche rule. I don't know how many Highland Games <laughs> administrators are have tied niche to podcast podcasts. <laughs> That's a good point. So what you're saying is, but in general, we should if, not put Buggy in this position without warning him. But in general, happened. if you are involved in the organization of the Highland Games, please do not blindside your volunteers by saying shit on your podcast, not letting them know. That is, those are my, and for these reasons, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I appreciate mm. it. Now let's go into the shit we're not sorry about. Buggy, <laughs> 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 any final thoughts on any of this that you'd like to get? I know you're probably getting down to the wire at work here, but. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, you know, if it was. If it was that big of a problem, that it definitely should have been brought to my attention on that day. I mean, that's that's what I'm there for. You're right. You know? No, I mean, it should have been. I should. Well, I kept trying to tell I mean, her. Even to do if, it, but even even if it was after the fact, I mean, you know, it, because at this point, everybody's memory is foggy. You know, here we are. What three, four weeks now out from the games. There's not a single person that remembers it exactly as how it happened. I mean, I don't know what you're saying there, Bug, but my mind's a steel trap. Yeah, and plus, I I mean, Buggy, I have a letter from her that she wrote to me on April 17th, 18th. Yeah, but we're past that point. And, it's, and that's her most recent memory of the thing. And I haven't, again, haven't submitted it to you because I want to leave it up to her to do that, but... And Buggy, do you think do you think that's the right way to go? Because you're you're kind of a voice of reason. 
I think if, if she feels that she was wronged, she should absolutely file something with the association. But also, However, do, you, do you agree that it's not our place to forward the information that we're given to the association or oh, to no. the games? No, it is absolutely her responsibility. I believe it even says so. I believe it even says that she's supposed to, you know, voice a concern to the, uh, uh, or start the protest on the day. I, I could be absolutely wrong with that, so, you know, consult the uh, Wuspova manual. Uh, let me ask you this. I'm just curious, from your perspective, if, if she submitted a letter describing to you what I described to you and what you know from my perspective, i.e. her perspective, would that change your opinion at all? If she used the word bullying, would that change your perspective? Or are you fully behind him at this point? I mean, I get the impression you're fully behind this guy, regardless of what's said. No, no, I would not say, I would not say that I am 100% behind him. Um, what I will say is that the fact that I was never approached, she's never contacted me, so... If she felt that strongly about it, I mean, I know if that happened to me, I'd be I'd be yelling for anybody who'd listen. And can I just chime in just on an, on an actionable item here? Because Buggy, like I said, Buggy's very good at his job. There's a reason that he's the only person we could talk into doing that job because he's good at it and he's a masochist. <laughs> um, if you're out there and uh, you have any questions, concerns, Buggy, I'm not going to give out any of your contact information just because I don't want you to get trolled. Okay. So if you have something that about By the Vegas, four people? if you have, if, it's well, six, it's six, buddy, six oh, asshole, six. Sorry. and four of them are overseas, so only two could have possibly competed in the Vegas game. But if you have any kind of information about that event that you would like to be forwarded, I, don't know, I had, I had, I had one overseas competitor. If you have any Who's information that? about the Las Vegas Highland Games piping and drumming competition that you would like forwarded to the person who actually fucking affects that, which is Buggy. You can send it to us, chanaran at gmail.com. We'll forward it right on to his actual email address, but we just don't want anybody to like send him fucking hate mail. Yeah, send it to us, and then we'll send screen it. Send it to us, and we'll, screen it. and we'll forward it on. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll put it in the circular file. <laughs> Dude, it'll go into the... Is it, is, it, is it bad that I don't... I, well, I can't... I it'll can't go into the, the special it, file from corporate that's, i.e., the, trash, <laughs> the yeah. trash basket. Well, it'll go in the complaint box. That It's that cardboard box with a hole cut in it over the shredder. If anybody wants to send dick pics to Buggy, please send them to <laughs> chanarant at gmail.com. I will forward them to Buggy. And as we know, with his intro music, the gay porn music that I'm going to, uh, that I've put in. You're making, this is past you're, tense. you're making yourself more work. That's all you're doing right now. <laughs> Dude, I love, do, I love doing you're, work. You're making yourself more work on the editing side. Dude, it's, it's brilliant. Hey, Buggy, I just got to say... Uh, I appreciate you calling in, man. I appreciate your opinion. Thanks yep. for absolutely. Man. We got we got to have you in live one day, brother. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not just saying that because the music at your work is shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do you work, by the way? Which job are you working? Today? Yeah, call them out uh, explicitly this, on air. I'm just curious. This, this would be um, uh, Pitbull. Oh, um, does he have a residency here? Uh, yes. Uh, it's not a. It's like every three months. Oh, okay. Once every three months, kind of thing. He comes here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll be. He's here for you know a couple of weeks, and then. Uh, no, it's every time. He, every time he runs out of money, and that's at. <laughs> oh that, no, he's on. <laughs> he's on tour all the time. And that's at Planet Hollywood, yeah. Yep. So yep. for and, all uh, our these, international listeners, these, if you want to go see Pitbull Zappos at Planet Theater. Hollywood, 
We have a connection at Planet Hollywood to get you to see Pitbull if you're into that sort of thing. Um, you can email him directly at buggy at <laughs> Send him dick pics and he will give you yeah. tickets. <laughs> just, just just message him on Facebook. Hey, Buggy, I'll tell you this, though. Before I let you go, man, will you reach out to the person in question and tell him that like, I would still happily talk to them? Okay. I appreciate it, brother. I will do that. I'd love it. I will do that. Even if, even if they just want to tell me to go fuck myself, that's, that's, that's fair. That'd be the best thing yeah, that could happen. That's fair. I've earned it. Okay. All right, I brother. Have a good evening. You. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bugs. All righty. All right. Bye. Well, that was a thing. I'll tell you what, man. I'm really glad that he called in because... So, I mean, we had this whole ramp up. Like, literally, I found out about it when I got home off work, and I was already ramped because I had work. Mm-hmm. I found out about we were doing a couple the, hours. We were doing the podcast, like, and I just, I just fucking start ramping myself up. I mean, you know how we are. We're like fucking dogs with a bone. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're running long. I know that, but that's okay. Can we talk about Chain Rant Live? Ooh, let's do it. Okay, I, can't, I can't imagine why anybody would still be with us at this point. But uh, Chain yeah. Rant Live at the lot at the <laughs> the Las Okay, let's do let's do this. Fosco, do you're it, gonna uh, you're gonna edit this, right? I will. Uh, it depends. What are we? What? what? We're gonna do an outro. Okay. Then I'll do some ad reads for Channerant. Let's, let's just try to do it live, so I don't have to edit so much. It's so difficult. Yeah, but now we have to cut out all that stuff I just said. <laughs> oh well, that's easy enough. All right, clap. So Fosco, I know it's been a heavy episode, but we have to talk about Channerant live at the Chicago Highland Games. Let's talk about that. So as it turns out, um, we ha- one of the six fans that we have. Hashtag one of the six. One of the six fans uh, has invited us out to go to the Chicago Highland Games. I've never actually been to Chicago, Fusco, have you? Uh, I've only flown through Chicago, to be honest, going home. So, <laughs> are we doing an outro? Now that, now, that it, now that we've gotten real heavy, yeah, we're going to do an outro. Okay. Now that we've gotten like <laughs> real heavy into the whole uh, judging situation, like some of, some of the stuff that is not typical of this podcast, because like, like I said, it's a comedy show, not a journalism show yet. <laughs> Fusco has a clip of the week for us. I do. Fusco, can you talk into your microphone and tell us about the clip of the week? I do. <laughs> Wait, are we doing? He's kind of a- drunk. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> kind of drunk. It's 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 way uh, <laughs> it's way past kind of drunk. So oh, wait, are we on the where are we at right now? Are we on the finalizing that episode? Or are we on the, the thirty minute thing? Whatever. Okay. Totally so, blew it. It's it's finalizing the Pipe Band Association episode. All right. So, but at least we should just leave this in so people can see how their sausage is made. Yeah, I do have a clip of the week. Um, we're going to play a game of Guess the Service Band or Not. And um, I have a clip. Do we? Do you want me to do it? or Just fucking play it, you dummy. All right. You want, what do you want? 30 seconds? Less. All right. Give me two seconds. <laughs> no, fuck you. You knew what I was going to do. I fuck you. All right. I know. I know whether or not it's a service band. I've already guessed. Hold on. Let's just... It's coming to the end. All right. What do you think? Service band. No, come on. Are you yeah, serious? Absolutely. Definitely not a definitely not a competing band. Well, certainly not a competing band. 
And actually, it sounded like a service band inside of a library, just if I can, if I can really give credit to the acoustics. <laughs> technically, you might be right. It's not a service band, but it might be a road band, technically. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, bet that, the, I bet they posted that video on YouTube today. All right, so that was the band that shall not be named playing a 6-8 or 9-8 set. Well, 6-8 set in this case. It is a compound time set. Compound time, because at the end of this video, we go into a 9-8. But... <clears throat> um, yeah, that's uh, that's the band that shall not be named playing a little bit of set that went out today because we finally started to get our videos together. So um, I thought I would play that, and you guys are welcome to trash us or uh, or whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can go see that at the why, why band that shall not be named Facebook.com. Why, why does this uh, feel like a fucking marathon instead of a sprint? <laughs> feel free to do it. Do what you will. But, All right, uh, well, no, I'll tell you good. what. Uh, Fusco, this seems like as good of a time as any to uh, thank everyone that's listening to the Chain Rain podcast. Honestly, if you're one of the six, we don't know why you do it, uh, but we appreciate you. We love you. We make this show for you. We try to shine a light on the dark corners of the pipe band world and make sure that uh, your voices are heard. So if you don't feel represented or if you feel like there's an issue we should bring up, please uh, shoot us a Facebook uh, what's that? What's that? A MySpace message or a Facebook tweet? <laughs> it's at Channerant. Whatever. Either either way, it's at Channerant. Uh, you can email us Channerant at gmail dot com. You can send us a voice message because we are about to start a new segment, yeah. fan mail. Oh boy! Here we where go. if you send us a voice message or uh, email message, we'll either read it on the air or play your clip on air as long as you don't uh, cost too many judges. And uh, yeah, we just we appreciate y'all listening. I, we we're still not entirely sure why, but we hope that we provide some kind of value. And if you're one of the six, we love you. We will see you on the next episode, which we're about to record in like six seconds because Andy's going to New York or so. tomorrow. <laughs> we are recording the other episode tomorrow, the Dirtbag Olympics. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, get back to the jovial nature of this show. Well, the the show will you know intensely oscillate between jovial and intense speaking of um um dirtbag olympics i have one thing that you should know what's that Cahill has a small penis just wait you can you that. can you put that louder in the final cut <laughs> well let's replay that Cahill has a small penis <laughs> oh yeah it's perfect yeah we we don't have a Cahill's corner i realized uh we do Cahill's actually I'll, I'll explain that later so Cahill's actually on vacation on a love barge in uh, thailand right now he couldn't specify if it was a boy love barge or a girl yeah, there's, love barge there's but a lack I'm, of clarity there. but i'm assuming they're all underage anyway so yeah. Cahill, but, we hope you have a good we hope you have happy sales and we'll see you when you get back yeah, and in the end we do know this Cahill has a small penis that's really all we know how did you get him to like say those three words so you could edit together I tricked him into say it <laughs> <laughs> alright you fuckers this has been a long episode we're out have a good evening later y'all